Faith is not a feeling. Faith is in your feet. And I hope you have your umbrellas because actually you will need the umbrella at the end. If you don't, no worries. The analogy will apply. Without further ado, let us go on to prayer. Father God, we thank you. We give you glory, Lord, for this platform, Father God. We thank you for this moment of fellowship. Father God, as I'm about to deliver your word tonight, may you speak through me. Use me as your vessel, Father God. Use me. May the words of my lips come straight from the Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Faith. Let me start off with something. The problem is, with faith, is we become what's called chaos managers. We have doctors, right? And doctors serve a purpose. But before you go to the doctor, there is an issue. Well, some people go for their routine checkups. Some, especially males. Well, not all, but a lot of males don't go. You got that Superman issue. But let's just say something's going on. You have a headache. You have a bad rash. Whatever the case may be. Before you go to the doctor, all you know is chaos management. But you get to a point where you got to go to the doctor. Why? Because all you know is pain until somebody who knows more than you assesses the situation and tell you what the truth is about the situation. And you go to the doctor. Mind you, the pain has been persistent for days and days and days. But you go to the person that you have a belief in, who you trust. Let's just assume we're in a perfect world and the doctor is actually there to fix the problem. You went to the doctor because you trust him to fix what you cannot see to be wrong. You got faith. So you are trusting him to tell you what the problem is. You can't see it. You don't know what it is. Wasn't working. But all you know is he is qualified to fix what is wrong. See, the action was going to the doctor. It was in your feet. It was in your feet. But there was another action that ensued. He went to the doctor and he gave you a prescription. First things first, if you can read the prescription, you ain't a real doctor. <laughs> Doctors, they their hair right and be crazy. He might prescribe for your back pain, benzatine or something is designed or what. You don't know what it is and you probably don't even look up what the medication is. Because your way was chaos management and it wasn't working. But you were obedient to the prescription that he gave you. You can't see what's wrong, but you trusted him. So you took the piece of paper and you took it to the pharmacy. But that was the action of faith that you took, which was obedience. Because everything you were doing was a temporary fix. But the medicine that he gave you addressed the root cause of what was going on. And that is the greatest sign of faith. So I take us to Luke chapter 5. My man Simon Peter. I'm going to go from 1 through 11. And I'm not going to necessarily read the whole thing. But here's Simon Peter. Uh, one of the things that I like to watch is the 
I think it's called The Chosen. It's a show in a series documenting, documenting stories in the Bible. And Simon Peter had bad debt. You know, uh, he had issues with the Roman army and I think they sliced his hair, whatever the case may be. But he had an issue that needed fixing. Simon Peter thought he was a pro. So one day he's out fishing. And I'll start from verse two. We'll start from verse one. One day, and I'm speaking from Luke chapter five. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping in into one of the boat into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Verse four. When he had finished speaking. He said to Simon, now go out where it's deeper and let down your net to catch some fish. Stop right there. See, Jesus knew what was about to happen. Just like God. God knows what's about to happen. In fact, God knows what the issue is. But he didn't ask you what the problem. He gave you an order. Verse five, master, Simon replied. We worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. Simon's like, yo, bro, we was just here all night. I don't know what, who you are, what you think you know, but it ain't working. But Simon says, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. Other versions say, but at your word. Verse six. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. See, Simon Peter had his doubts, but he had faith in his feet. He didn't say, I'll do it later. He said, if you say so. Other versions say, at your word. See, it wasn't just enough for him to believe. He took the action, which is faith. Faith is in your feet. See, sometimes we act like we know too much. But the problem, but the thing is, faith is acting on the truth. It isn't enough to know. Faith without works is dead. So it was chaos management that we suffer from. But we have to understand we did not bring on the chaos. It is above us now. It's above us now. But the problem is also sometimes we find ourselves in situations and we think we need more faith. Sometimes we try to tell ourselves, God is giving, I need to access more faith. No, 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 no. That is not the problem. See, in Matthew 17, 20, Jesus said, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. 
You haven't seen a mustard seed? And you have you ever seen a mountain? <laughs> one is exponentially larger, one is exp exponentially smaller. But you don't need more faith. You just need a little bit of faith. What you need more of is truth. See, faith does not get God to move. It's already been done. Faith, which is in your feet, accesses what God has already done. It's already been deposited. Faith is an access to God's power, which is grace. Faith withdraws what grace has made available. I repeat, faith does not get God to move. It's already been done. Faith accesses what God has already done. It's an access to God's power, which is grace. Faith withdraws what grace has made available because it was already deposited. So there's no need for you to whip up more emotion. How much more caffeine can you take? Don't try to conjure yourself up. Oh, more faith. More. You need more truth. Whatever faith you need comes from the action. Not by psyching yourself up mentally. Move. Act on the truth. See, our problem is withdrawing it, not getting it. It's already deposited. Our problem is withdrawing it. We don't need to believe more. We need to act on what we believe. Faith without work is dead. It says walk by faith, not by sight. But it didn't say sit there in faith. It said walk by faith. Not sit. Walk. Verbs. Action. Walk in victory. It's an action. Not merely a belief. It's an action. See, faith is important because it is the hope of things not seen. I wish I can quote that Hebrews uh, verse accurately, but it's something that you cannot see. That is what faith is. Anybody can believe what they're looking at. If you can see it, what's the need for faith? It ain't hard to believe what you see. I see it. But it is the action in your feet that withdraws the, 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 the grace. Faith is an access point to the grace that has already been deposited. You just need to withdraw it by acting. Obedience. Now, it's not for you to say, if I do this, God's going to do that. That is not necessarily what I'm saying in a nutshell. What I'm trying to say is, 
If you believe, you act on what you believe. So if you believe in God, you are going to do what you need to do that makes it honorable in his sight. You will be rewarded because you move. And the reward that you receive is nothing compared to what you deserve. Grace is unmerited. Thank you, Pastor Sean. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. You can't see it. If somebody says, I got a million dollars, dude. If I see his account and know he got a million, I might believe it. Now, will he give it to me? I don't know. But I believe he is capable. But what is the need for faith? It's already been deposited. Now, I said, bring your umbrellas because I wanted to leave you with something tonight. If you have an umbrella, just hold it up. Keep it locked, but hold it up. That umbrella, as it's tied up, is faith. It's faith. But that umbrella will not work until you open the umbrella. You have to open the umbrella and push it up so that it can cover you. But there was an action needed to unlock the capacity of that umbrella. It's already capable of covering you. You just need to open it. Move your feet. What can an umbrella do if you don't open it? What can faith do if you have no action? Open the umbrella. Loosen it. Push it open, and then it will work to its full capacity. Then when it rains, you are covered. And that, my friends, is the prime example of what grace is. That I said when faith is not a feeling, because feelings change, but it's an action. So the Spirit of God it's something that will push you into these actions and we all have access to it. It's already deposited. Just open your umbrella. We just need to act. And it's tough to act when we're facing some of the challenges in life. You know, it's very hard. You know, things will challenge your faith, but we can't get into chaos management. We didn't bring the chaos. Even some chaos that we bring upon ourselves is chaos because it's a situation that we need help with. And what better help than the divine provision? You know, what help then we have what we need to overcome. We cannot work it out because we cannot see it. So uh God is God is who he says he is. There is nothing that God cannot do that that exists. It's impossible. He is who he says he is. We just have to depend on him. What hurts us is we try to work it out for him. We try to see things how we how and it's like divine intervention is beyond the grasp of the human mind. God said, my ways are not your ways. You're not going to know what he does. My ways is not your ways. He is exactly who he says he is. And when chaos comes, he is waiting for you to use your umbrella. He gave it to you. It's just sometimes 
we feel, oh, why do I deserve? No, no, no. Newsflash, chaos will come, whether you burn upon yourself or not. But that's a vehicle in which he uses to reveal his glory. So you can move the next mountain and the other mountain. And you're going to, people will bear witness. No test, no testimony. No test, no testimony. God is who he says he is. 